All right, you ready? Yeah, all I got these. Look at this. You got me an Auburn koozie. You got me a <laughs> fucking Auburn magazine, which is good. I love this book. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have it wore out by the time we get down there. All right. Well, hey, buddy, we're back once again in person. Hey. It's been too long. I know since we've had one of these in person podcasts. Well, we got to crack one open, you know. Yeah. The fans cheers back up. home. Drink to that. Mm. Well, I was like, don't drink too much. I was like, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> then Mike says, we're going to do a double feature. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> we better get some more beer. Mm. Well, we got 12. Hopefully that mm. uh, gets oh, no, no, us no. through. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to have to call her to drive me home. But Two podcasts we're going to do back to back. The first one, of course, we're a week away yeah. from SEC Media Days. Cannot... You know, anticipation is not even a, a, a big enough word for what it, we got going on. It's not. And, and, and you think we just – I mean, it's not like we just talk about this on the show. We, we're fans. We're, right. we're, we're diehard SEC fans. And this is I'm, – I'm going to try not to be starstruck when I get down there. You know, Mike's <laughs> like, don't wear any UT orange. And I was like, okay, I got the rules. Don't drink. Don't wear orange. Got it. But, you know, it, the cool thing is, is this is kind of like a dream for both of us. And, yeah. and it's something that, and that's why we, why we're doing this. We, we want the content to, to be behind the scenes because not everybody gets the opportunity uh, to do SEC Media Days, you know. So what, I can't believe they're letting us. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they clearly do not subscribe, but uh, <laughs> just kidding. But what we just want to get that to to the listeners so that they can kind of get the same feel that we have behind the scenes, you know. Right, and, you know, I'm sure we picked up a ton of new listeners since we started, but yeah. for those that don't know the journey, you know, that's the only reason we, we're doing this. Yeah. Because we don't, you know, all due respect to SEC Network and Paul Feinbaum and ESPN and right. all the great shows out there. I just, I never, and I still to this day don't think there's a show that covers the SEC in its entirety like it right. deserves. And that's what I appreciate about our fans, Shane. I yeah. mean, South Carolina, Missouri, A&M, Arkansas, Tennessee, yeah. Florida, LSU. You say one damn bad <laughs> thing about anybody, we got to hear it for about five days in a row. Absolutely. And, Hey, I'd, I'd have it no other way, man, because these people are passionate yeah. and they want their teams covered and they want them covered right, right. and they deserve that. And that's that's why the show, I think, is uh, as popular as it is. Well, we made the show for ourselves. Right. We, I mean, there was a lot of times I'm driving home and I'm a, I'm a podcast guy, you know. I you, I think about them old timers listening to <laughs> Paul Harvey, you know, on the way home. You know, podcast is like that version now for me. and. Yeah. I love sports, but like you said, uh, you get on some of these shows and they drift, mm -hmm. and they don't get to, to the content I want, especially during the football season. If you are just now catching on, you know, it's really nice what we do during the week, breaking down press clippings. So you don't have to look all over the Internet. You don't have to get on Twitters and, mm -hmm. and all that stuff and figure out what happened this weekend or if, a, if, if something hard-hitting analysis comes out or, or a breaking news – we jump on. We're going to get it to you so you have something to listen to. And I, I think that's why we did it was there was no show that that captured what we wanted to. And uh, and it's really grown, man. Uh, it's, 
Yeah, I think about the first time. I ain't going to lie. There was like six listeners or something, you know, and half of them were family, you know. And uh, Mike's like, I, I, was, I was under a gazebo. I was smoking cigarettes at the time, drinking beer, you know. We were just cutting up. We were just having a normal phone conversation. Yeah. And to, to go from that to here we are going to be down here with the big boys uh, talking college football, it's it's a dream come true. So, And, and we couldn't do it without the listeners. Seriously, if it weren't yeah. for the fan support, there's no way this would have happened. So I appreciate everybody going out there and, and, and doing the five-star likes, uh, the, the, yep. the sp- spreading the word, retweeting the shows, you know. Uh, it, All the YouTube absolutely. subscribers. Yeah. I mean that's blowing up. Absolutely. So now we got a little bit of advertising, so we can afford the beer. So you know this this show is actually <laughs> kind of breaking even now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Shane. And again, one of my favorite shows of the year: SEC quarterback yeah. rankings. And we do them a little bit different yeah. than everybody. It's very easy to put out a list of who did well last year. Here's how they look going into the year. Mm-hmm. We try to project where these quarterbacks will rank mm-hmm. by the end of the upcoming season. Yeah. So a little bit different. Going to some fans are going to be pretty mad. They're not going to read the fine print when I put out the graphic, you know. So can we repeat that one more time just Right. So we are not ranking the quarterbacks. No, We're, we we aren't doing anything. You're <laughs> ranking the quarterbacks. I am not doing anything. But yes. All right, correction. I am ranking the quarterbacks where I think they will rank by the end of the upcoming season, not necessarily the order that I would take them in tomorrow to win a okay. football game because, hey, players get better. Yeah. Players, unfortunately, regress. Yeah. Some players, you know, I don't like the new coach. I don't like the new fit in the offense. You know, so many different things. So, 1 through 14, and I got to be honest, I've not shared this list with you, Shane. Yeah. No. This is the first time we've ever done this where I really do think we've got 14 solid quarterbacks in the SEC I gotta be honest with you. Sometimes, at the bottom, it's like, well, yeah. Joey Gatewood, <laughs> he could break out. No, not this year. We got yeah. fourteen quality guys here. How so. many times do we do that? We're like, I don't even know if this guy's gonna be playing week three. You know? <laughs> exactly. So, okay, so I I do like the quarterback list. I I think we got a special crop of 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 talent in the SEC this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of that is going to the next level. There's already you yep. know we're hearing the rumor mills fired up, but I I just want clarity on the list here so when we get to the end are we talking statistically or are we talking um i'm picking a team from scratch this is my quarterback one is it kind of that approach well i'm just trying to how i'm really trying to do it is who's going to be the most productive on the field for their team yeah so so not an individual award more of a team award well i mean i i I think it can be kind of both okay you know because like will rogers from mississippi state yeah he threw for damn near five thousand yards last year but as good as he is no one would take him over bryce young yeah he threw him for more yards over bryce young so we can't just go off stats i got you Uh, so when the only reason i'm saying that is because when i'm thinking quarterbacks at the end of the year and i'm doing a list i'm thinking uh you ever do that, like setting on Madden, where you just you you pick like a draft, mm-hmm. like a fantasy draft, if you will, and you say, okay, I've got to pick a quarterback from the SEC. I want this guy. So um, that's how I view top quarterbacks. Um, is is who I would want on my roster starting. Like if I had the first pick of the NFL draft, this is the quarterback I want to franchise. Right. 
Yeah, well, I don't want to give away okay, okay, okay. the next pod, but yeah, so this list will kind of lead into okay, how okay. well I think these teams are going to do this year, if that makes sense. Okay, fantastic. Because you can't All win right. without a good quarterback. Yeah, we need some more beer on this one. Huh? <laughs> and again, that's that SEC mic. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. I didn't do this list. I'm just here to judge it like you guys. <laughs> so again, we've got a number of outstanding quarterbacks, and not even sure if this guy's going to start, Shane, but I'm going Ken Seals-Vanderbilt. Okay. Now, Mike Wright is also an excellent option. The more, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's a much better runner than Ken Seals. I think yeah. Ken Seals is a much better passer. Mike Wright, he shined last year. A lot of that, the offensive line had issues. They kind of had to go with the more mobile quarterback. Yeah. I think if, if we're talking by the end of the year, as long as Vanderbilt can shore up the offensive line, get Ken Seals some weapons. He's got some good running backs to work with, but big question marks at receiver and offensive line. If Ken Seals can stay healthy – Again, I'm putting him 14. I mean, there's people saying he's legit NFL prospect down the road. So He looks apart. I'm not saying he's a terrible quarterback. Right. But I got to put him last right now. And, again, I think that speaks to the level of quarterback play we can anticipate this year. Yeah, and I think I think he would have been – I'm not speaking for you, but I think it would have been different last year at the end of the season because Vanderbilt's got a sneaky quarterback room. You right. know, I mean, there's serious competition up there. And um, I think, like you, that Seals fits the part. Um, you know, you like the mobility. Uh, but I, I, I think Seals has got the arm. He's got the talent. And if, if they can piece some things together, you know, there's, there's going to be games Vanderbilt's going to be in because of quarterback play. And uh, I think that would – I'm with you. I think and I know that they have really uh, put a priority on speed receivers yeah. bringing into the program. So you're going to need the quarterback that can push the ball down the field. Right. That's another reason I kind of give him the edge over Mike Wright, mm-hmm. who, again, is a hell of an athlete. But I just don't think he's got the arm strength that Ken Seals that will utilize those deep threats yeah. that Vanderbilt's going to need because people are going to – you know, stack the box against the Commodores. Yeah. And number 14, you know. I mean, think about it. <laughs> we're talking about a guy that could be playing in the NFL. We're like, yeah, well, that's just 14, you know. <laughs> so, number 13. And, again, this guy gets a bad rep. I think it's – I don't think it's justified. I think he's a hell of a lot better player than people give him credit for. But, again, we just got a stacked SEC. Mm-hmm. I'm going Zach Calzada, Auburn quarterback. Okay. Previously, of course, at A&M. He beat Alabama. And you go back and watch that game, Shane. I thought he blew out his knee. Yeah. He he didn't miss a damn beat. Came in too. there, led them to the win. Uh, it was uh, against Auburn. I think that's yeah. what that's why he's there now. He got injured. He hurt his shoulder. Again, I thought I was like, my God, this guy. Yeah. I, I think they said he he like uh, his shoulder came out of place. Right. He didn't miss a damn beat. No. Tough, tough as hell. Absolutely. Uh, things obviously didn't go their way at A and M. He made some mistakes. First time on the field. That's going to happen. But. The fact that he was not 100% for spring and he's still essentially the starting quarterback, I think that gives you an idea of, of the faith that that Auburn staff has in Zach Calzada. Yeah. And I think he's going to be, uh, all due respect to our man Tank Finley, I think he's an upgrade over, over Tank oh, Finley. Oh, without a doubt. And, and, and it's funny because, not funny, but it seems like every time he did get hurt, he got better. You know, it's right. like we made – the comment, he's like the Hulk, you know. Once once he got banged up and we thought he was out for the season, he came back and was not only productive, but he, he was better, you know. So, I don't know what they were shooting up with him in the locker room there, but <laughs> keep doing that. And and one thing that I like about Calzada is, you know, situation. Texas A&M, Calzada was not supposed to be the guy. 
You know, there was there he was the backup and, and he wasn't the same. And we talked about the scheme had to change because of him and right. so did the route running, so did the play calling and it's just I don't know, I think he was a, a victim of circumstances last year and, and didn't get a, a, a fair shake, if you will. I think right. with a full off season here with Auburn, uh, they they went out and got him for a reason. They want him to be the guy and if they've if they keep catering toward that and letting this offense, I think we see a better quarterback this year because he's not playing behind the eight ball anymore. Right. All right, number 12, this is a little bit of a projection because we've not seen him a ton. He played in the bowl game. He played sparingly last year. But I'm going Missouri quarterback Brady Cook. Okay. Who, again, we don't even know if he's going to be the starter. Tyler Macon, they got yeah. down there. They added a transfer, Jack Abram from Mississippi State. So it's going to be a little bit of a competition. But I like Brady Cook to win that job. And I think this says a little bit about his weapons with the five-star freshman Luther Burden, Dominique Lovett, the sophomore sensation, Mookie Cooper, another uh, sophomore player there from Missouri. I think those players are going to step up their game yeah. to just help the quarterback out. Missouri was really lacking. I mean, they had Tyler Beatty. Yeah. And they had it. Tyler Beatty. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that's like, all they had basically yeah. on offense yeah. last season. So he really needs those receivers to step up. I think they will. Mm-hmm. Been hearing so much hype with them. They looked great in the spring game. If they can emerge, it's going to make his job way, way easier. And, hell, that's all Drinkwitz does is produce How? running back. So, I, I think I he's going to have the weapons around him. I, I, th- this, the run, it's a running back machine in Mizzou and anywhere that Eli goes. So, I don't think that goes too far. But the problem is they they found themselves a little too one-dimensional. And, and I think it cost them a lot of games last year. And I don't think that's the case this year. I don't think Eli wants to get in the pigeonhole, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, you do that by bringing in a young quarterback. How far? How How many games in? Do you before is there a chance week one we see him out there on the field? Hmm. I mean, that's I, I know that's <laughs> asking a lot, but yeah. I, I'm looking. At, do you have their schedule? Um, yeah. So let's let's. I just you got the magazine right there, but yeah, I just got the magazine <laughs> okay. for for the listeners. Uh, I did not get one of these Athlon books um, until this week. Mike gets me one until about and, five minutes ago. <laughs> And he's like, do I have the book memorized? And he didn't even give me a Tennessee one. He got me an Auburn one as much as I've I've given Auburn a hard time. All right, here's the Missouri. Yeah, so right out the gate, I mean, this is – there's no cupcakes here for Missouri. Louisiana Tech. Okay. They should beat them. Should. But it's yeah. a solid program. And then next at Kansas State. So there's not going to be any time to be getting a young guy up to speed. That will come week three with Abilene Christian. But by then – it, it's kind of too late, and then you got at Auburn and Georgia, Florida. I mean, you have got to be up is to there, speed. Let me ask you on this on this front because the way you're judging your quarterbacks is the way they're playing at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. So, do you think this is best case scenario? Where he's a twelfth best quarterback in the SEC, or do you see is this more like an asterisk by his name? Is there any other quarterback in the conference right now that can move up quicker on this list than this man? Uh, probably the very next couple of guys probably have the opportunity as well. Right. But this is a little bit of just we've not seen him a lot on the field. Yeah. I have my buddy Clark Brooks, goes by SEC StatCat, had him on the show a couple mm-hmm. weeks back. He grades every passer. He, he looks at every yeah. play they've ever made. And he says this Brady Cook's got one of the highest ceilings 
in the SEC. So, Mizzou. I mean, you hear that, Mizzou? Huh? He, he could make a big, big jump. Up. They, they all just moved to the edge of their seat. You know, <laughs> I mean, because potential—that's that's what you want—is potential. Mm-hmm. You've got potential weapons on the outside. You've gonna have a running back. I mean, I, I guarantee they're gonna have a top five running back in Mizzou. Right. Now they just need the quarterback, and I like young talent. I'm worried about it just because I have seen some kids thrown in the mix a little too early, and I think it backfires on them, you know, and I hope that's not the case. But, you know, again, when you got talent like that, it's tough to keep off the field. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe he does move up the list. Now, how about this? This was a wild card because, again, this is – we're kind of in a territory. We don't even know who the starting Mm quarterback is going to be. But i got to put an LSU guy on the list somewhere. I love Miles Brennan. Yeah. You know, we all know the story, long story. Right. Hell, he was the starting quarterback before Joe Burrow showed yeah, up. Yeah, 1945. I, I wish him the best. I hope he breaks out this year and uh-huh. is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. And he may be. Mm-hmm. But, again, we're going full season, end of the year. So, I'm putting Garrett Nussmeyer, the redshirt freshman. Saw him a little bit last year. I thought he – you know, he made some bad decisions. Yeah. That's why he didn't play that yeah. much. But that's what freshmen do, you yeah. know. He looked uh, the part uh, this spring. You know, he may be the week one starter. I still think it will be Miles Brennan out the gate because yeah. he's got that seniority and they got a tough – It feels like the safe move. Florida yeah. State right out the gate. You can't be putting an inexperience because you could lose that game. Right. But I think by the end of the year it's going to be Garrett Nussmeyer, and I think he's the guy that LSU uh, by the end of the season is going to feel very confident about going into the year. I'll tell you, out of, out of all the teams that I've heard, as far as optimism coming from, from LSU especially – is Nussmeyer. It's they've already crowned the kid. You know, there's, it, you look at any LSU comment or video that comes out, and if anybody makes fun of the Tigers, the first thing they say is like, "Give him a chance, give him an opportunity. <laughs> this guy's legit." You know, so and it may all come down to your man, Kayshawn Butte. Who's who's he got that rapport with? Is it Miles yeah. Brennan? Is it Jaden Daniels? Is it Garrett Nussmeyer? I mean, whoever Butte favors, they may just <laughs> roll him out there. You know what? That's it. Who do you want for quarterback? <laughs> they let him pick, you know. So, I like – okay, so so this is another one that you see could easily move up the list later in the season. So Definitely, definitely. What a young talent, man. I mean, it's not just established talent, but it's the next crop of kids coming in uh, – that I think two, three years from now we're going to look back and say, damn, you remember when they started, <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, man, this this is going to catch a lot of heat, I think, mm. but. Many may in their beer on this one. I'm, I'm not trying to disrespect the guy. He's got a national championship. Oh, no. Stetson Bennett, oh, number shit. 10. Okay, I went there. <laughs> I thought he was like, wait, what? <laughs> Stetson Bennett, I got him number 10. That's kind of, that's kind of bad, Mike. And, again, we are just loaded. With quarterbacks here in the SEC, I can hear Georgia fans topping right now. <laughs> Listen to this. Hey, Stetson Bennett, hell of a story. Just yeah. led him to the national championship. I hope he does it again, Shane. Yeah. But I just don't see it. I don't see him leading the charge. You know, he's going to need players to step up all around. I know they they got the best tight end room in the country. Mm-hmm. All they do is develop elite alignment and running backs down there. So he's going to have some help. He's going to be a solid player at the end of the year. But are you telling me right now, you, this is something you said even. Huh? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> would, would Kentucky, if if we could do oh, trades I, I in the you. SEC, yes. would yeah. Mark Stoops pick up the phone and say, hey, Kirby, I'll trade you Stetson Bennett for Will Levis straight yeah. up. Would would Mark Stoops make that call? No. Hell no, no he wouldn't no. make that call. So, I mean, I, I'm just putting – I'm trying to be as fair as I can. I think yeah. Stetson is a good quarterback. I just don't think he's elite. Uh, but, hell. 
let's let him go out there and prove me wrong again. He deserves a statue out there. He won the Dude, national championship. You, he, he'll go down as a legend down there. The mailman. Yeah, but I mean that's but that's the thing. Do you, do you not factor that in a little bit when you're thinking about a quarterback? Not just the tangible you know assets that they have with throwing and running, but just winning. Um, because there's just some quarterbacks that you that you watch and you're just like, yeah, if you look at the frame, yeah, he may right. not look pretty. You know, I, I'll never forget the picture. There was a picture there in the spring game, and the the three other quarterbacks are with Stetson, and, and Stetson looked like the smallest dude out there. You know, he didn't right. he didn't look like a fifth year senior. You know, he didn't look like a national championship. I mean, um, another one is uh, that Clemson. <laughs> That Clemson receiver you always see in like – Oh, yeah, he plays with the Raiders now. Yeah, there's that meme floating around, <laughs> you know, it talks about this one. One of these guys is in the NFL, one of them's not, you know. But it, it, with Stetson, I, I, sometimes I, I think we lose that along the way. And I was – I was I was I've, I've tried to get him canned all time, right all year last year. I was like, this is not the guy, you know, until he wins a national championship. And if it weren't for him, they wouldn't have. Mike, I mean, well, they – I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I they had. The, I think they had the best defense I've ever seen in college football. I don't know. There was some all off season, Shane. They were my preseason pick to win the national championship, and you got to remember they were an underdog right out the gate against yeah. Clemson. So we can't just say Stetson went out there and did it himself. Yeah. I mean, this was an absolute. They had a better roster than Alabama. Yeah. They had a better roster than anybody, in my opinion, and we all thought they were going to win it with JT Daniels. Yeah. And then they throw in this kid, and I mean, again, he was a hell of a player. Offense was efficient as hell. They they get disrespected. They were a top five offense, no yeah. doubt. So he does deserve credit, but I wouldn't say he he's the reason they won it. I think it's the it was that well, I did, defense. I'm not saying the reason, but I'm saying he is a factor right. in why they won a national champion. I mean, he could easily have gone out there and lost plenty of games, but right. I don't know, man. I, I think you're I think you're a little low on him. Did you hear that, Georgia? <laughs> I was a little low on him, not Mike. <laughs> But uh, let me ask you this, since you are extremely low on him, um, is there any chance that he loses his job? <laughs> See, I don't want to go that Come down on. that road. I, I You've just, already got me disrespected. I'm now it's like now he's out of a job. No, I'm, no. I'll say he's yeah. the man. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because right. he, he's older than some of the coaches down there. I mean, he's going to be a coach <laughs> on the field. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kirby loves up seniority. Oh, he's he's got to. I love it, man. All right, how about now this one? This is where I'm going to lose people, probably. You done lost them. <laughs> but we can continue. The fact that I got him over Stetson Bennett. But number nine, Jackson Dart, Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin, all he does, man, is develop these quarterbacks. Yeah. And Jackson Dart, he only played five games last mm -hmm. year for Southern Cal. Freshman, he flashed. I mean, right. he's got big-time talent, arm talent, running talent. He looks like the next Matt Corral. Yeah. So maybe I'm I may be jumping the gun a little bit. He's only a sophomore. Yeah. But I think he's going to put a hell of a season together for Ole Miss. I just this is more of a you know going back watching him, but more having confidence in Lane Kiffin to get the most out of a quarterback. So I got Jackson Dart number nine. So more of the system than actual Dart playing here. So. Um, but a combo because yeah. I I have I went back and watched Jackson Dart right. play, and he looked oh, yeah. solid. But again, he, we competition packed. 
Georgia Whack is so 12, bad. I, I can't get it out of my head <laughs> because here we're here we're justifying. It's like it's like us doing that with Daniels coming in mm-hmm. uh, the following season, saying he's the guy. He's better. He's better than the mailman, you know. And then right. the mailman not only wins a national championship but gets invited to the the Heisman. I mean, he was a candidate. So um, uh, so putting Dart ahead of him because of a system. You know, I get that, but that's a risky move in my opinion. Well, I'd, I'd have him lower. Well, I guess we're probably going to go back to Stetson nine more times. but That's it. I, he, I promise he, he, I won't he, he likes being disrespected. Well, I don't know if he likes being oh. disrespected, but he thrives in that role. So, yeah. I'm just trying to motivate yeah. him. That's all I'm putting trying to his, do. P- putting your picture up in the <laughs> locker room. Yeah. <laughs> now, how about, again, this is another projection one. Max Johnson, Texas yeah. A&M. I, Not like this We one. don't even know if he's going to start, but I think he will – with the experience, he started the whole season last year at LSU. Going into Texas A&M, they need someone to step up there, be more consistent. Uh, he was the guy that, that had that rapport with Kayshawn Boutte. That's, I think, why they played him so yeah. much because he had that connection. And they were they were dynamic for a season and a half there in Baton Rouge. If he can get that <clears> rapport going with some of them Texas A&M receivers, Texas A&M could have a hell of a year. And I think Max Johnson, yeah, we could even – you know, Aggies, a lot of them want to see Haynes King, whether it's Haynes King or, or Max Johnson. I shouldn't have smoked. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. It's <laughs> that COVID acting up. Just kidding. <laughs> get us quarantined before we get down there, Mike. <laughs> um, you know, this, this one, I like this one. And it's not just Max Johnson. It's any Texas A&M quarterback because mm-hmm. – you remove – put your, your – you know, Will Levis, for example. You put him on Texas A&M, mm-hmm. and he's probably the number one, number two, you know, because mm-hmm. of the weapons that he's going to have around him, the system that Jimbo has in place for him. I like any of those Texas A&M quarterbacks. So, if Max Johnson wins the job, which we both think he will, I clearly see him on top of this list as well. Yeah. And, again, that just speaks to how loaded we are at the quarterback position. Yeah. So, may catch some heat for this one. Number seven, Will Levis, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he's a hell of a player. Yeah. But I think he's going to be lacking some weapons this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's being overlooked. I mean, it, it gets mentioned, but I think it's being overlooked that Wondell Robinson off to the NFL. I mean, he he was there one year, Shane. Yeah. He he owns, like, all the Kentucky receiving records. Yeah. Like, he, is, he was a special, special player. And I know they're fired up about the next Robinson, Tavon Robinson from Virginia Tech. Yeah. He ain't going to be Wondell. I, I hate to break it to you. Uh, and they just and they lost Josh Ali, another standout receiver. Yeah. Chris Rodriguez, what's his status? I just don't think Will Levis is going to be able to carry this team like some people do. And, I, hey, he could prove me wrong, and he will be the number one overall pick if he does it. Do you think there's a pressure on him? I mean, we've talked about this coming in. Uh, there's people talking about the Heisman. There's people right. talking about first draft quarterback in the NFL. Do you think that that makes it? Do you, do you think we see his faults more? I mean, because he had some last year. Definitely. You know, a lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers, a lot of games that we walked away like, damn, if Will would have been on, Kentucky would have won that thing. You know, so I'm thinking now that there's there's a little bit of a spotlight on, on Lexington. Mm-hmm. Do you think we see more of that or do you think – he shines. Do you think that he does take a step forward? Can he move up this list? Well, I mean, it could go one of one of two ways. Right. You Cause, know? Because you're talking about talent, and you're right. There is a lot of talent leaving. 
But there's still a lot of talent in the Kentucky right, right now, you know. So they're just unfamiliar faces. But who better to expose those new faces than a quarterback that's been projected first round? And I read a really interesting article a couple months back about Spencer Rattler. Because mm-hmm. this time last year, he was the poster boy for NIL. Mm-hmm. He got all this money, all yeah. this hype, and I think it got to his head. And yeah. he, he wasn't the same player. Now, he wasn't terrible, but he right. wasn't the same player. Yeah. He wasn't. He didn't win the Heisman, obviously. Uh, he got benched. So right. I'm not saying Will – certainly I'm not sitting here saying Will yeah. Levis is going to get benched, but <laughs> we, you just never know how someone's going to react to all that hype, all that pressure. Right. Number one overall pick. I, I, I'm not buying that. Yeah. I think he's a hell of a player, but number seven quarterback in the SEC in my books yeah. by the end of you the year. You don't have to eat bananas anymore. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? They're paying him well up there. He'll be all right. But he's still got a lot of pressure on him. That fan base is expecting a lot. Right. I mean, it's a pressure cooker up there. Ten, can you imagine that? Ten wins isn't enough for Kentucky anymore. It was a you disappointment know? last year. Seriously. Ten damn games. You yeah. know what? This is, this is the year they want to win the East, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Georgia. Georgia or bust. So, um, I don't know. You do that with your quarterback, there is a lot of pressure. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes it helps. I, I've seen – Many quarterbacks come in with that extra pressure, and it does seem like they shine the following season. They take it a little bit more serious in the offseason. Right. I joked about the banana. Maybe we don't see those type of videos anymore. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, he's there to do a job. Mm-hmm. And if he does that, that will help the players that are around him and then some of these new faces you haven't seen in a while or haven't right. ever seen, I think it starts to shine. And all starts with Will Levis. So, um, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a really good quarterback and uh, quickly can move up this list at the end of the year. Now, speaking of Spencer Rattler, that's where I got him, number six, South Carolina. I think he's going to explode again. I think, uh, you know, had some issues last season, but, hell, uh, won every damn start. You know, people act like he was complete garbage last year. He didn't lose a lose a game last year. Yeah. Uh, he's a hell of a talent. I think people are underestimating the talent. All I hear, you know, people that don't really follow college football, well, he's going to South Carolina. They don't have the weapons they had at Oklahoma. I'd take South Carolina's weapons oh, over what they got now because, hell, they half of them left at Oklahoma. You know what I mean? They transferred out with Lincoln Riley. So I think he's going to be surrounded with, with tons of weapons yeah. in South Carolina. I think he's going to be one of the biggest breakout stars in the country, which may not even be able to say that because he's like a Heisman favorite. You yeah. know what I mean? But He's not sneaking into the SEC, Mike. No. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's a lot of pressure over there in South Carolina. But you're right. If you – if you listen to our optimistic pod about South Carolina, there's a reason we were so high on them. Right. It's because, yes, they've got some unproven talent. But, dude, they got talent all over the board. So, mm-hmm. uh, who better to do it than, uh, than than Rattler? So, you've got him at the sixth spot. Mm-hmm. Now, does that say more about Rattler or does that say more about the existing talent that's left in the SEC? I think it says more about the existing talent. Okay. So, number five, this guy's criminally underrated, not by you or I. But Will Rogers, Mississippi State. Yeah. I mean, he's just built for this Mike Leach system. He's been running it since yeah. high school. His, him yeah. and his his dad was his coach. Uh-huh. They ran the Mike Leach system because they loved it so much. I mean, this guy's born to play it. Yeah. Threw for nearly five thousand yards last year. Was really heating up at the tail end of the season. Yeah. Of course, they lost to Ole Miss and they lost in the bowl game. So I think that a lot of luster lost. But yeah. if they can carry over that momentum, 
I mean, he already owns all the Mississippi State records. He's going to shatter them this year. Yeah. He's going to have like 10,000 yards passing this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, you, if you're looking at fantasy football, this is a guy you want on your team because he is going to kill your stats. It's going to yeah. be great. Anybody involved with Will Rogers. So, um, and that's where it's a little misleading, you know, statistically, because you'll look at the end of the season like uh, uh, compare it to um, – well, uh, uh, your boy down there in South Carolina, okay, just as an example. Statistically, Rodgers is going to have probably twice as many passing yards. Right. But South Carolina doesn't have to do that. They have a lot of talent in the backfield that they're going to be able to mm-hmm. hand off to. So, you know, I think that kind of hinders a little bit of the the ceiling, if you will, for, for Rattler. But but Rodgers is one of those guys that not enough people are talking about, man. Yeah. I mean, the dude's not not just in the pirate system. You know, the dude is got a legit arm. The the dude fits that system perfectly, and that's why he's going to be a, a, a stat leader at the end of the season. I mean, and the he's got talent around him. Uh, Mississippi State's a scary. I can't wait to talk optimistically about Mississippi State because that is a that's a sleeper, man. That and is I guarantee a, you, Shane, there's going to be a game or two this year. Mississippi State gives up a lead. There's yeah. like 40 seconds, yeah. 50 seconds, yeah. and the other fans are like, yeah. we got this one. Yeah. Rodgers comes out here, right. scores right all the way down right the field. Where you, right where they, that's yeah. what we'll be saying, you know. <laughs> They'll be down 21 points, and we like got them right where they want them. <laughs> so how about this? I think you're going to like this one. I've kind of been teasing this one for a couple weeks. Number four, this is a big leap potentially. Anthony Richardson, Florida. Yeah. I think he's going to explode this year. All the talent in the world. Yeah. I'm a little concerned because I know Florida fans hate this guy at the moment, mm-hmm. but Dan Mullen was a hell of a quarterback developer. Right. Now, he didn't get it done with Emory Jones, so I understand all the reasons Dan Mullen's got to go. But hopefully, you know, that we didn't lose some development there. Billy Napier and company have been singing this guy's praises. Yeah. He looked like a million bucks in the spring. I think he's going to carry that over to the fall. I think Anthony Richardson is going to be one hell of a player for the Gators this year. Buddy, they're already talking about him. I mean, they, I mean, they're hanging banners in Gainesville. All we need is some support. I think that's the big one for him. Not so much AR-15's talent because he is talent, uber talented. He's got plenty of speed. He's got plenty of arm capability. I showed you that video the other day. He threw like 85 yards. Right. Now it wasn't incomplete. <laughs> But it was 85 yards, you People know what I'm like, saying? Whoa, you got that guy catch you. It's like, How many know. times would you have to stop on an 85-yard run? You know what I'm saying? Like me, I would need to, like I would need at least two or three stops along the way. He's just launching it. So the, the kid's got a hell of an arm. He's He is – if you're building a quarterback, he fits the mold. Yeah. Uh, and he's – People talk about first-round picks, first quarterback selected. He keeps getting brought up just because he fits the mold. Now, I think the next step is important, but that's going to require more support down there Mm -hmm. in Gainesville than just him. The the offensive line, getting him that protection. Uh, You know, wide receivers, who steps up, tight ends. You know, I mean, it's going to require a team effort. Mm -hmm. But if if there is some of that step up around him, I think we look back and say, you know, AR-15 is is – the top quarterback in the SEC. Yeah, that fly was bugging me too. Yeah, what's up with that? You got <laughs> fruit out here or something? <laughs> now, man, this one, this is a true coin toss, two and three. I mean, you could probably guess who it is, but number three, this is going to piss off about half our listeners here, Hayden Hooker. Yeah. I, I got him number three. And you could easily, easily make the argument he's number two. 
I think I think honestly the listeners are upset hookers this high in, on your list in really? my opinion. Yeah. Putting them above a national championship quarterback, even though I said I wasn't <laughs> going to mention him again, and AR fifteen. Yeah. Uh and, and you know, I I you know, even uh yeah, maybe Rattler. I'm sure some South Carolina yeah. fans are going to be upset. <laughs> Rogers, maybe even, but right. because they'll throw the stats out. But you know, go ahead and tell us why hookers this high on your list, and 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 let me drink some more beer, and then I'll agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way he was playing the second half of the season, going into year two in the Josh Heupel system, bringing back four or five on the offensive line, bringing back. Uh, two of the top three rushers, yeah. bringing back his star receiver, Cedric Tillman. They added via the transfer portal to help that receiving core, bringing back all their tight ends. I mean, there is a lot to like about Hendon Hooker, which you could even arguably say he deserves to be higher. Yeah. But, you know, there was some miscues made. I, you know, he didn't win him the pit game. He came in late, but he did throw a critical interception. Yeah. Uh, a little bit got out. I don't want to say out-dueled against Ole Miss, but he got injured in that game. He, he's one that's been kind of injured. He didn't – how about this stat from Adam Sparks? I think I've mentioned it before. 186 rushes for Hendon Hooker last year, zero slides. He's got to get smarter on tough. the field. Tough well, as <laughs> nails. That's why. You want him to be tough, yeah. but you want him to finish the damn game. Had he yeah. finished the game, they may have beaten no, Ole Miss. You know yeah. what I mean? So – there's things that got to be tightened up. I thought in the bowl game, I know he had a hell of a game, but yeah. a lot of miscues, misfires, I guess, a little bit more accurate. You need to be a little bit more accurate with the downfield ball. Mm -hmm. If he can do that, Tennessee's got the potential to have the best offense in the SEC. For sure. I just think that the two guys I got above them, I'm like, it's hard, to, it's hard to put them anywhere other than that. Yeah, because, you know, the argument that I have with some of those other quarterbacks is unproven. You know, Hooker's done it. And, right. and he's he's done he's done it in different aspects with his legs and with his arm. You mm -hmm. know he he really surprised me. I mean, I, I surprised a lot of all fans. A lot of people this time last year. Joe Milton was yeah, it all, like, anybody want to talk Milton's about? Going to be the guy. You know, he's got the hell of an arm. You know, and and we all bought into it. And then you know here you get a backup. And again, this is kind of like some old shows that we talk about you just some kids play better than right. they do practicing and maybe that was the case because when he went out there he's just a gamer he found ways to win he found ways to keep drives alive you know and that, and, and that's a stat that people don't talk about near enough and, and there was a lot of times Tennessee there was there's no in inside they're out man we're going to be punting here we go three now we can't do that in this top off and then next thing you know he finds a way to get 15 yards whether it right. through scamper or, or throw so um, if he builds off that with the talent around him, yeah, I, I think he could easily be one of the top quarterbacks in this thing. So, but I'll say the same thing about him. I said about Will Levis, with all you know, not that there's a ton of hype with with Hendon Hooker to be mm -hmm. an NFL player, but if he was good enough to be in the NFL, he would have been gone already for sure. So he has to improve if he wants to make that next level. So yeah. from what I understand, he's putting in the work. He's you know he's the team leader now. That's what he's got to do. And, of course, he's got to get better on the field. So, he's got a lot to prove this year. And that, that that's another reason I put him at the top of the list because this is his money year. And I'm, I'm still trying to – and I know this you've told me about ten times now, but I'm still trying to wrap my head around the, the list itself. So, it's not the best quarterback per se. It's just who's playing the best at the end of the season. Well, it's basically by the end of the year. Maybe yeah. maybe that's the best way to explain it. By the end of the year, yeah. if we did a fantasy draft of quarterbacks, yeah. and yes, this is the order I'm going. Yeah. Not going into the year. Okay. 
Yeah, so at the tail end of the season, by the by the end of the season, these are the guys that you're drafting first if you're if you're picking a team. So even above so you wouldn't adjust this list based on wins and losses or anything like that, just playing the natural, you know. Yeah, cuz like last year, I, you know, again, Stetson Bennett, I hate to keep talking about him. I know, won the national the I championship. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Would you have would you take Stetson over Matt Corral? No. 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 So Matt Corral's yeah. a better quarterback. So right. it can't solely be based on okay. wins. It's so based on who was who Do was you better. think Georgia would be better at hooker at quarterback? Absolutely. Okay. So does the dog. That was the yeah. bulldog back yeah. here. I don't blame him. I mean, I'm <laughs> with you. I mean, he's my quarterback. So. <laughs> so how about this? Number two, K.J. Jefferson, Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah. Love the guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, there's a question with Traylon Burks off to the NFL with the passing game. You know, they suffered in the in the bowl game. Passing was not there. But the rushing attack, of course, was the grittiness, the toughness, led them to a win over Penn State New Year's Day Bowl. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot more of that. You know, he reminds me of a hell of a lot of Vince Young. Yeah. Just he can run it. He can pass it. Toughness, leadership, yeah. winner. K.J. Jefferson, if not for number one guy on the list, you know, he'd be a shoe-in for number one. You know one. he reminds me of? Tebow. Yeah. Just, just wants to win. You know, doesn't care how he gets it. Doesn't have to be pretty. Mm -hmm. He's not looking for the stats. He's just looking for the victory. And you saw a lot of that last year. When he's dragging bodies to the end yep. zone, what other quarterback in the, in the country is doing that right now? Sacrifice his body, dude. Didn't care. It's a it's a random Saturday ball game, you know, and they're up two scores. He doesn't care. He just wants to score. Right. That's the kind of football player I love to have on my team. So again, obvious number one, Bryce Young. Had him way too low on. I think I had him like six or yeah. seven last year, just because hadn't seen him. Yeah. You know. I didn't know he was going to be the Heisman winner. You know, he was getting all that hype. Yeah. I don't go off hype. I go off just my projections. Right. And, hell, if you're mad at your list, it, that's a perfect <laughs> example. I think I yeah. had him six or seven, won the Heisman. Just an incredible, incredible quarterback for yeah. Alabama, and he's a big reason. I know everybody gets – you know, we all love Will Anderson. Most people think he's the best player in the country. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason that these quarterbacks get the Heisman because the pressure's on them. The ball's yeah. in their hands. They have to make the plays in the critical situations. And more often than not, Bryce Young got that done. Obviously didn't – did you see this recently, Shane? He was talking – I think it was at the Manning – Bryce was? Manning yeah. Passing Academy. Okay. You know, won the Heisman. Yeah. Won the SEC, but came up just short in the national championship. They, they asked him something like, what were your thoughts on last year? You know, your huge breakout. He said it was a complete failure. Because they didn't get it done in the only game that matters in Tuscaloosa, the national championship. So – this is a driven young man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of cute lists come out this offseason and portray other quarterbacks as the number. Forget the SEC. Just in the country. Yeah. You know, there's going to be all these creative lists that come out and they're saying, this is why this guy's going to win the Heisman. But, buddy, it all goes through Tuscaloosa. The, he's, in my opinion, the clear-cut number one. It's an easy answer. And yeah. I hate to say it, but – the dude won a Heisman, you know? Like you said, he won an SEC championship, which Spurrier says is tougher than a national championship. Right. But he, he did fall short, and the fact he's coming out and making comments like that makes just puts him over the, the top for me. I mean, this is a kid that's going to that's gonna run a franchise one day. So, devil's advocate, though, because this is a wonderful list that you put together, Mike, all by yourself without any help from Shane. <laughs> If you're picking 
two other quarterbacks that could jump Bryce at the end of the season. So there's a little asterisk by these two guys. They you say, okay, these guys got the talent. That you know maybe not the the same roster as Alabama, but could easily I could see at the end of the season saying I could have put them in the top. What two of those other quarterbacks would you put above Bryce? Well, maybe let's not say easily, because if it was easy, yeah, yeah not easy. I'd probably, I, I think I have to put AR fifteen in there, because, you know, we just seen him briefly. He looked incredible. Mm-hmm. It was against lesser competition. Right. A lot of asterisks there, so that's why I'm saying it's not easy. He's yeah. he's going to have to be incredible, and he may be. Yeah. He may be incredible. So he's probably at that top of that list. Uh, another. Br- mm-hmm. How about Spencer Rattler? If I mean hell. I mean, everybody's hyping him up as this Heisman guy, must you know, yeah. number one player. I think he's still got like the third best odds to win the Heisman. Yeah. Maybe they know something I don't. And again, I've been singing his praises all off season. Yeah, saying he's a hell of a player. I, I don't think he's th- th- that quality. Yeah, but hell, maybe he is. So I'll throw him in that. Maybe maybe just a change of scenery. Right, playing in the SEC, getting out of that trash league of Oklahoma where. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe maybe they're not actually right. watching those games out there, or maybe I'm just disrespecting yeah, them. You know, but yeah. uh, how about I don't know? Spencer Rattler's probably number two. Well, if uh, or it, unless you're saying completely unknown because no, he's so known. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'd, I would, th- and honestly, those are the first two names that popped up. I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking, just talent alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with what. Well, how about this? Because because I I feel bad. I feel like I disrespect this guy, and I, people probably think I hate him at this point in time. How about Haynes King from Texas A&M? Because they love him down there. Yeah. That's all I hear is Haynes King, Haynes King, Haynes King. Now, we've only seen him play like two games. And yeah. one of them, he threw multiple interceptions. Jimbo, every opportunity he has, says, well, this one was on the receiver. Yeah. This one was a drop. Maybe that's the truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And maybe he just, you know, he had one so-so performance and then one he got hurt. Right. But he's got all the talent in the world. We've already said he's got all the pieces. He might be the missing link. So maybe we throw Haynes King into that conversation. Okay. I think that's that may be asking too much for a guy to just step in and be like this dominant player. All right. But maybe he, maybe that maybe that's him. Yeah. Okay. Hey. He agrees. He agrees. <laughs> now, he's still mad about Stetson. I mean, if he wins another national championship, would you consider him being at least a top five quarterback? I'll put him number okay. one if he wins another national championship. And I, I think Georgia's got a hell of a roster. They could do it. Yeah. Oh, they're going to do it. That, this is – I don't want to – I should, probably shouldn't say going to do it, but, damn, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough, brother. Undefe- they're going undefeated. Right. They're going undefeated to the SEC championship. Now, what happens there – you know, we'll find out how good your quarterback is. We better cut this off before that dog yeah. gets us going here. So, yeah. hey, let's let's wrap this one up a All week right. away from SEC Media Days. Let's cheers up to it. All right, man. Good seeing you again, brother.